Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Sportsman Like Conduct podcast. This is your host, Brian Argot, and I'm here with producer Steve. It has been a couple of weeks of uh, being out of town and being sick there, Steve. Um, yeah. <laughs> last week, man, out of it. Um, couldn't even speak, really. My voice was really low. I was coughing every five seconds. And uh, yeah, man, we're, we're, we're back, dude. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Just uh, celebrating the birds, squeaking out of victory, and uh, watching my Sixers do some damage today to Washington. So, yeah. birth, it's a good day both, in Philly. Both early birthday gifts for you, buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, I know. Being <laughs> the Cowboys is like a birthday gift in itself, dude. It's like, oh, man. Especially after a win like that. Well, Waiting for another one in three weeks, man. I uh, know, man. It's coming <laughs> close, coming close. I think it's, that's December 3. That's when the babies yeah. do. There you go. December yeah. 3, man. Big, big I, things me, I got, I, yeah, I got that circled. I got that date circled down big time there because I'm like, cool, we got a rematch against them, them, uh, them yeah, boys, Dallas. like they like to say, them boys, like America's team, right? My ass, America's team. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess you know they still are. They're still worth the most, and I, you know, yeah. none the debate on there. But I don't know how they're America's team after the last thirty years of watching this. I mean, it's it's a uh, pretty abysmal sometimes. But because, um, yeah. uh, like I said, we'll we'll get into football and stuff later. We're, uh, for today's show, uh, you guys, we're, we're going to be going through MLB. We're going to start, maybe spend no more than 20 minutes on MLB. Uh, talk a little bit of World Series. We're going to go and then jump right into a whole bunch of football action over the last week uh, and looking forward to the week ahead. And then we're going to do some, you know, maybe five, 10 minutes on basketball. What's uh, going on early in the basketball season? Um, we just want to let you know that so if you don't want to listen to baseball skip forward to the football portion of the show but uh man uh, steve we gotta talk about the rangers uh beating the dimebacks uh, i know we're god man over a week later already because <laughs> yeah. uh you know the, the world series wrapped up on halloween night uh the rangers pounded the um uh sorry not halloween night the, the first so it's, it's almost been a week um but uh the, the rangers end up pounding the um Dimebacks for what was a they won five. Um, it it looked like it could be a lot different there. I mean, remember game yeah. one was the Corey Seager home run to tie it in the bottom of the ninth, dude. Um, yeah. that you know that that was crazy, man. And that game uh, went to eleven innings, I think. Yeah, yeah, game went to eleven innings. Adolis Garcia with the walk off. Yeah. Uh, game two they got smoked. Uh, the Rangers got smoked. That is, there was the only uh, game the Diamondbacks would win. They won nine to one. It was a, a complete bloodbath in that game. And you know that that had some Ranger fans worried. You're like, man, you know, got this. But then you got to remember these Rangers, uh, these Diamondbacks, what do they do? They win on the road. On the road. What did the Rangers man. do all uh, season or all postseason long, man? They, they won on the road, dude. 11 and 0 or 12 and 0 on the road or dude, something like yeah, that. Yeah, man. They, they go to the desert down to AZ, man, and they, uh, they cooked up them snakes <laughs> and dude i mean they won game uh three it was a pitching duel i mean that was the one thing game three they went three to one maxi serger was on the mound uh he only went three innings he got hurt in this game i think he yeah. uh had a uh, was a lower back injury he was done for the series after that but man uh yeah it was a it was a pretty good pitching duel actually uh fought he pitched well again um that guy man i think he has what it is uh yeah he has it, dude. There's something there. I don't know yeah. if he has a regular season, but man, postseason. No, he's a beast, though. Big, big yeah. life, no problem. The one thing with Fott, man, in the regular season, dude, his ERA was over five. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, where, where was this guy year? Like, like I said, man, some guys have that switch. Bumgarner, dude, he had it. Like, regular season, Bumgarner, you know, he had, he had his moments here and there. Never a Cy Young, you know, candidate caliber pitcher. Uh, but, man, when it came to the playoffs, Bumgarner was like, great. This is awesome. This is my pace. And uh, I think maybe that's it, man. Maybe that's what it is, man. But anyways, yeah, uh, he was he was three and nine in the regular season, five point yeah. seven two ERA. I, yeah, I think he came in in the middle of the regular season. He played. They, I was gonna say he only played nineteen games. So. Yeah, so he didn't even start a full season. Started about yeah. three quarters of the way. So and he's young. He's only twenty five. So oh yeah, we'll yeah, see. man. No, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing this Rangers or sorry this uh, Snakes team next year. Um, yeah, man. I mean, th- this series uh, came down to Seager and he came down to Simeon, man. Uh, Seager in the, to top off game three, uh, he had a homer, uh, made it, uh, made it three Oh, and the, the, uh, snakes only scored one run in the top of the eighth. And, uh, you know, and that, that put, the, that put the Rangers up two to one. Um, then game, game three on Halloween night, Rangers, uh, smoked the, well, it was a whole, like, if you had the over in this game, you're very happy because it, yeah. <laughs> it was quick. That over went through the third inning because the Rangers were up 10, zero. Um, it was just an absolute bloodbath. You're looking at this game like, man. Another Corey Seager home run there. <laughs> yeah. Simeon had five ribbies in this game, too. Yeah. He had the Grand Slam, right, Simeon? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, the Grand Slam there. It was, man, it was just oh, no, like. Oh, no. It was a, a three-run homer. Oh, it was a three-run. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, right. Yeah. That, that, that just capitalized on it, though. A hundred percent. Yeah. And then, the, you know, but the Snakes did battle back, man. Uh, the bottom eight, bottom nine, they uh, scored uh, a total of. Uh, five six runs. runs, six runs. Yeah, yeah, six yeah. runs there. So I mean, they did try to battle back. It wasn't enough. Obviously, they lost eleven seven there. And then uh, they get you know the game to close it out, man. Uh, Gallon. Um, this is this is where uh, uh Seager man earned the uh, MVP, dude. It was a uh, Gallon versus Evaldi. Evaldi was he he was good. He wasn't like as great and dominant as he was against the Astros. Um, he, he did go six inning. He only gave up four hits. He, but he gave up five walks. They had the, the thing is with the Dimebacks, man, they had so many times to score base runners. I forget what their, their, um, uh, what the runners in scoring position, they were over in this game. Um, but man, they had so many runners on base in this game and, uh, they just couldn't get it done, man. And, uh, what was it? Gallon. They left 11. They left 11 on 11 on man. Yeah, and they were 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position. Wow, through this game. As uh, a team, yeah. And dude, Gallon, who was who was awesome, I think he had a no-no going into the sixth inning. Yeah, he did, yeah. Um, And and it was Corey Seager, man. Got the first hit, dude, just a single. And that led to two other base hits, and Corey Seager ended up scoring, dude. And got them the first run that they needed. And then, uh, what was it, Simeon with the, the home run? Here, I think, yeah, he, yeah. he homered yep. uh, two run t- in the top of the ninth and just put the exclamation point. It was like, cool, man. Give me my ring, dude. Uh, that's what <laughs> Simeon did, man. And it was like, uh, the one thing is, man, and uh, they they would go on, the Texas would go on and win 5-0 against some Dimebacks. Uh, biggest takeaways here, man, is look, Simeon, who sucked in the C- in the ALCS, not he was not good in the divisional series. Was uh, He was kind of... Like looking like man, he's a real playoff bus kind of player. You know, it's like this guy was an MVP caliber player all year. He was, I think, he's going to finish in the top five voting. By the way, the awards still haven't come out yet. They barely today announced a finalist. I'm like, dude, the season is over. Why is it? Yeah, 
but we'll, they we'll just get... did they just did gold glove a couple days ago <clears throat> we'll we'll talk about the, all that after we, we get done wrapping up the world series um but again man um but yeah S- uh, simeon definitely he he opened up his bat um he did what he needed to do to get to uh get all that you know all those uh i'm not gonna say haters because you know all the criticism was rightfully there because he was not yeah. good at all in the postseason and in past postseasons as well um but man he he got it done dude uh diamondbacks look man they just they just ran out of gas i mean again you said over nine uh yeah. couldn't couldn't do it there um they easily could have made this game man and just again um where they did in this in um uh, in the playoffs man where they came through and on getting those guys in they just didn't do it here that small that small ball didn't work they sort of reminded me well, of the 2014 Kansas City Royals a little bit here yeah good yeah. bullpen small small ball and they hit home runs i was going to say their their bullpen really shined against philly and then i don't think it was nearly as good here you know they let up a lot of late run late inning runs yeah and, and tex texas is pitching was fantastic i mean obviously they let up nine the one game and lost and they let up seven the next game more of their bullpen than anything else but they're starters yeah i, I mean, mean you're, you're right dude i mean aside look. from andrew heaney had a kind of a rough outing but other than that i mean and scherzer of course only went three but evaldi yeah. i guess it's more of evaldi and john gray but evaldi looks so good uh so good yeah uh, i mean and he was and he was even shaky in the world series man it was he it, was, it was yeah. again like and, and a lot of credit to bochi man just knowing like that that's the difference with that guy man being at your helm dude and just being possibly the greatest you know post the greatest modern day postseason manager of all you know or manager of all time not even just postseason yeah. i mean regular season you know here he's like you know doesn't have the wins capitalized it doesn't lead you to, to 100 like 100 win game uh seasons like you know you've seen uh, dave roberts do with the dodgers like five in a row but it doesn't matter. Man. I mean, he I, knows how to pull them, but pull them switches. What were you saying? Yeah, yeah. I saw. Well, I was gonna say I saw ESPN. They they had like an opinion article that was Bruce Bochy's the greatest manager of all time. Yeah, I mean, I dude, mean, look. Yeah. First season, dude comes in, takes this ninety. Uh, you know, this team lost ninety games last year, and look, they, yeah, did they spend money in the last two off seasons? They did, but that does not always work. And man, it worked this year. And the Bruce Bochy, a lot to do with that. Uh, we gave the credit the credit to Simeon. Uh, credit to Seager too, man. I mean, dude, without his clutch home run in Game One, uh, clutch home run in Game Three. I mean, man, he that hit, was how many home runs did he hit in the World Series? Uh, I mean, three. He had to have hit like four. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, well, and then you know, man, again, and and he's came up in big moments with the Dodgers in the playoffs. You know, in his past years. Um, and then <laughs> did you hear that question that the that reporter asked him? Um, oh, you didn't hear it. Okay, it was no, like which, no. It was, which so one? it was it was the same night as they won, uh, game five, and there there was a reporter that said he just came out and blatantly asked him, "Why do you think the Dodgers let you go?" And uh, it was it was some question like that. I'm paraphrasing <laughs> a little bit there, and then Seeker's like, uh, 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 I don't, you know, I don't know. And then like they like, come on, yeah. next question. Like you know, these guys like, dude, this is one. Like, like you know, you could you could have yeah, what a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a stupid like delivery for the question. That that was the yeah. thing. Like, you could set up that question, like, uh, you know, maybe like, man, w- wouldn't you, wouldn't uh that have looked great for the Dodgers this postseason or right. something like yeah. you know? Yeah. It kind of like man or like you know 
something something different, like something feel good instead of kind of leading, leading it with that. Like, yeah, of course, you know, the Dodgers are probably shooting themselves in the foot saying, oh man, yeah, we could have used a post great postseason bat. Some guy that was super clutch in the, in these moments, man, because that absolutely dude, the, the, the freaking Dodgers, that's what they were missing is Especially this kind the of postseason guy. that they just had. Yeah. Oh my after God. Their, after their run in the playoffs this year, I mean, or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they are shooting themselves in the foot big time. That uh, letting go of a 27 year old shortstop in the midst of his prime. Uh, and, you know, look, yeah. Did he get paid? He absolutely got paid. But I mean, if you just look at the Corey Seager contract, obviously it's paid itself off, man. The Texas Rangers got their first World Series ever. Um, Again, man, I, like for Dodger fans, they're itching for a World Series that they could go to and celebrate because the 60-game World Series that they won, um, guess what? They had no parade. They weren't able to celebrate it in the fashion yeah. that they would like to anyways, at least. Yeah. Um, and, you know, man, I, I still think, look, look, is it a legit World Series that they won? Yes, it is. But there still is a little bit of, you know, asterisk like next to it. You're like, man, it wasn't a full season. And you look at what they did in the last four postseasons outside of that, man, where they won 100 games. And it's like, damn, you know, we like we can't get it done come October, dude. And it's like you kind of look at that. You're like, God, um, you know, it's I understand that they're able to build during the regular season. But, you know, at one point or another, you know, you let you're letting all this talent go. Like they've let go of so much talent. Trey Turner, yeah. Corey Seager. Um, all these other guys, you know, kind of walk, man. It's like, damn, you, you, you want to keep one of these guys, man. I saw there's, there's rumors that, uh, Cody Bellinger might be making a trip to, to LA. Yeah. I, look, I know Tani's, I've Tani's rumored to go to LA too. Yeah, man. He the, narrowed, other, the other side of LA. <laughs> apparently he's, he's, uh, narrowed down his three teams. Well, we'll see there. Um, that is very spicy. Um, we'll, we'll talk about him a little bit there, but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, just, just, uh, just crazy in general, you know, like every, everything there with, with that, but, but, um, yeah, it, it's, I saw that they, they released their qualifying offers today too. Yeah. They released today or yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Cody Bellinger's on that list for the Cubs. Yeah. He declined his, he declined his mutual option. Um, Currently valued at 20.3 million. Yeah. Nola's on the list, Snell's on the list, Sonny Gray, Matt Chapman, Josh Hader, Bellinger, Otani. Um Mitch yeah, Mitch Garver um didn't yeah, receive Garver, a qual- yeah. qualifying offer from Oh he didn't. No. From the uh Tex Rangers. From the Rangers, yeah. Yeah. Well, MVP is gonna come down to Seeger, Simeon, or Otani. Jorge Soler didn't get one, yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, makes sense. Injury prone there for that guy. Yeah. Um but yeah, man, um, it, it's it's crazy. And look, uh, let's let's try to wrap up the World Series. Congratulations to the Texas Rangers. Uh, I know we didn't spend a whole lot of time on you guys, but um, you guys fought great, great uh, postseason, great regular season. So many ups and downs for that team. So many injuries. Um, they overcame it. Um, great manager. He was, you know, helped them lead the way, man. Some great bats, yeah. great time hits. Uh, they did it. And uh, great job to the Snakes, man. 84 wins. Uh, no one had them penciled in to win at all to be there. And uh, you know, they made it. And um, I still th- I, I think they could. They're in a very tough division. Look, the Padres and Dodgers are still there. 
the Rockies stink, but you know, maybe the Giants will do better. We'll see. We'll see. You never know. <laughs> no, you never know. But uh yeah, man. Um just wild. Just wild in general. Um but yeah, like like you mentioned, the qualifying offers. Let's uh, kind of get to the, you know, as we look ahead to what's going on in the baseball offseason. Uh we have we have those moves. Yesterday Otani narrowed down his three preferred teams. Uh, it was the Dodgers, it was the Giants, and the Texas Rangers mm. as the three teams. Uh, the you Met- have to wonder why. I real quick, just opinion. <coughs> you, have, you have to wonder why the Giants are on there. What's the significance of that? You know, uh, West Coast. And I have, a, I have a feeling like the dark. I, I still think the Rangers are a dark horse. I like. I don't. They're so close to winning and being there. There's just maybe he wants to be in California. I kind of what i'm thinking at this point because i mean the dodgers obviously won 100 games i mean he said he wants to win he doesn't care about money but, he wants to win you know texas obviously so, they just won he's so why san fran <laughs> that's why I'm like, why, i i, I don't giants know it's on that list yeah I, so maybe it is a california thing the giant the giant thing to me is a big head scratcher like i i don't understand what that team is doing anymore they don't have any pieces there that i really like well, maybe maybe he thinks he's the spark that they need i don't, I don't yeah. know i mean they have players there that like you like but like there's like you just look at their the bones like i i just um i just don't see it man yeah i'm not I mean, sold on it yeah yeah it's like look um do i see them maybe in two or three years but otani's windows now like texas is right this is it. either yeah. either the dodgers or texas are easily his best chances there to go out and, and win to win um right. and again man i i like for giants i, I still like would put a little bit of money on seattle there to make a little run on that yeah um i was just gonna say i'd like to see seattle that would be a cool uh yeah cool spot for him i think um but yeah man i mean we'll we'll, we'll talk a lot of otani this this offseason man there's gonna be so much otani talk I'm going sure. on <laughs> yeah. um well let's let's get into some of the manager changes over over today i mean we had some like it was so it was so funny, man. I was like, you know, driving home, and then all of a sudden, I see all these updates. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Today's yeah. like Manager Monday, dude. Um, but uh, let's start off, man, with the first fire. I don't know, cracker, the bomb, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, Craig Council signing w- with the Chicago Cubs, coming out of nowhere. They let go of David Ross. David Ross is gone. Uh, they bring in Craig Council, forty plus million dollar deal for them, for Council. Um, Five years. He was he was aiming for about seven million dollars a year. So um, he the Cubs. Well, he got it. Yeah, yeah, he got it, man. Uh, he thought he was going to get that from the Mets. I no one. I had saw no one reporting the Cubs were in on him at all. They said it was a record setting contract yeah. too. I don't know. Is yeah, per year or just total forty million total. I, I want to say I want to say both. Like it's kind of both, like yeah. And, and you know, great for Council. You know, he didn't make a lot of money in his uh, MLB career. Um, oh, here you go. The previous high average annual value for a manager was Terry Francona with the Guardians at four and a half million a year. Wow! So he almost broke. Wow. So he doubled almost it. doubled it. Sheesh! Jesus Christ! Um, that's crazy. His and previous salary was three and a half million. Wow! <laughs> and, we, and we know uh, uh, Francona's out too, man. Yeah. They they hired a new manager today. Yeah, they did. They hired a uh, catcher. Um, uh, Vaught was it? Stephen Vaught. Steve Vaught. Yeah, Steve I think Vaught. so. Yeah, yeah. He's now the new manager of the Cleveland Indians. I like someone to call him that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, let's see here. 
Um, and then, of course, man, the the Mets they hire a new manager. <laughs> um, uh, look, Mr. Mendoza. Oh my God! I here's the one thing. Um, I am I I'm just like look. Okay, if you were gonna let go of Terry Frank or sorry, uh, Terry Francona, Buck Walter, <laughs> and he was still under contract for another year, and your plan is to go out and get Craig Council. Um, and like, that's the guy, he's the best option. Um, do I think he's the best manager in the MLB? Absolutely not. I don't, do I think he's one of the top ones? Yes. We could talk about it. Um, but look, if you're gonna go out and fire Buck Walter, who is a good manager who is already established within the organization, I mean, man, you better go out there and get counsel. Like that, that's the thing. You can't just fire Showalter and bring in this guy bench coach for the New York Yankees, Carlos Mendoza. Um, you know, I've heard reports that he is bilingual and and like he knows the New York market. I'm like, but he was part of Aaron Baboon's um, uh, co- coaching uh, tree staff, there. You know, yeah, yeah, coaching staff. I'm like, I'm like, dude, like this is now sent since Terry Collins for uh, resigned from the Mets in October of 2017. The managers for the Mets have just been so lackluster. They've gone through six managers in the last seven years dude this is wow. absolutely just atrocious for this organization like when when uh Sounds cohen like the broncos yeah dude when cohen <laughs> Bron- came, broncos with their head coaches and their quarterbacks yeah. yeah dude when cohen came in i mean he was like you know expect consistency and you know man it's like uh, again um when they when the mets uh you know carlos beltran was there for a hot 20 seconds and he got fired and then we hired uh the Mets hired um our triple A coach and I'm forgetting his name right now. If you uh, I don't know if you look that up really quick. Um we brought him in for a season. He goes to the Yankees. Um and and then uh and then we bring in uh Buck Showalter. It's like, you know, cool, we have the guy, man. Uh Showalter who's very lo- you know, loved by everybody, but you know, I, I guess the the one thing that they're looking for for Mendoza is he's young he's 43 um he's been the bench coach of the Yankees for four season uh he speak he's a Venezuela Venezuelan uh, native um you talking about Luis Rojas yeah it's Luis Rojas who I th- who actually <laughs> yeah. liked as a manager um yeah. who I think yeah, Mickey is Call- Mickey Callaway before that. oh my god he was terrible um <laughs> uh, he was he was a part of the Brody men wagon and Will Pond yeah. oh my god he was terrible <laughs> um but yeah man like Mendoza it's just it's it's um and very interesting move it's just I just um yeah don't get it really don't but um reading about him right now oh man yeah yeah he was basically just a a minor leaguer in the Yankees organization for 13 years and then look I mean uh, for for David Stearns and field coach infield coach for the Yanks yeah for Stearns and for um and for Cohen to bring him in, I mean, look, I, I hope there's hope there's something there that they really like that we're not seeing. I, I still I gotta trust David Stearns a little bit there. He has had a lot of success. This is his first team, his first time with the Yankees, so or the Mets. I mean, so we'll see. I'm um just again just still kind of gonna ride ride the shot for there. Yeah. For a little <laughs> while, but yeah. Hey, we'll we'll see, man. I still think. I mean, obviously, managers are big, but I don't know. You guys still need some work on uh, a solid 
core of players that are oh, yeah. Play oh, yeah. consistently for you. No, man, look, the Mets have a lot of questions. Um, still, I, they, I, I mean, that whole pitching thing this year with Verlander Scherzer and then getting rid of him at the trade deadline. I, that's I was like, a bit, look, I was a big proponent of doing that because, look, they were dead in the water. The, the well, they needed to get rid of him, but it's like if you're going to pick him up and then just get rid of him right away, I don't know. It just seems like uh, they need a little bit look, of help over there. Um, it was very bad decisions going for them. Yeah. I, I thought about it. I always thought that that was a terrible decision signing Scherzer who had a dead arm on the Dodgers and then, Oh, let's give yeah. him a record setting contract. That was stupid. And Billy Epler was a terrible GM. Um, let's do that. Then let's go out and get another 40 plus year old pitcher in Justin Verlander and give him record setting money. That's like, cool. We're going to sign these two old guys and they're going to be the starters for the, the, the frontline starters from the Mets. I'm like this spells disaster. The only bright spot of the Mets this year for pitching was, uh, Kodai Senga, who is Senga, yeah, yeah, who is awesome and is was in who is in Cy Young talks. He won't win it, and no, um, I think he's top six or seven, and top three and rookie of the so. year. So, yeah, um, he won't win that because Corbin Carroll is too awesome this year. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, any anyways, man, yeah, the Mets. A uh, lot of off season questions. So many teams have so many questions to address this year. I just want to uh, you know read the top ten free agents. This is from Bleacher Report. Uh, who they predict are the top 10 free agents going into the offseason. Uh, of course, number one is Shohei Otani. But number two is the uh, right-handed pitcher from Japan. Uh, I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna butcher his name. Uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Yamamoto, yeah. yeah. But he just, did you see his brilliant game the other day? Dude, yeah. Nine, he, what, 13 Ks or 15 Ks or something? On 136 game? pitches? 138 pitches. 138 yeah. pitches? Nine innings yeah, that was pits. a record too. Freaking yeah. awesome. Uh, anyways, for Japan this year, 24 games started, 17-6, 1.16 ERA, 0.86 whip. That's unbelievable. Only man. 28 1. walks 1. and 176 Ks, dude, and 171 <sighs> innings pitched. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's the hot commodity for this offseason. He's only 25 too. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, I'm not going to be surprised if – I think he lands on the Mets. I'm just going to say it now. I think he lands on the Mets. Um, obviously, they're out of the Shohei market. They're going to make some splash to get that guy. And then next up is your boy, um, Aaron Nola. Um, yeah. Look, age 30, don't want it. I don't want to give him $200 million. He didn't have a good year all year. Um, no. De- and decent. they just gave him a qualifying <laughs> offer, too, for 20 Yeah. So decent we'll decent but- postseason pitcher. I predict he'll get somewhere around $150 million, though, still, because – thing is there's not a lot of um i, I guess the top three free agents are post are our pitchers because it's uh, yamamoto him and then blake snell right behind him and blake snell i'd rather have snell i i hope that they do. I, I honestly hope that they <coughs> resign nola with the fills really i think it's just yeah i, I wouldn't be I surprised know. if dombrowski goes out and sign uh blake snell instead yeah well wheeler's a free agent next year is he so already we're we're gonna be yeah are you we're sure be hurting wow Zach Wheeler next year, not this year coming up, but Damn. like after next year, he'll be a free agent. Yeah. You know, that's that has to be one of the best contracts in the last 10 years. Yeah. I absolutely. mean, he's he's lived up that contract very well. Um, after that, number five, uh, Cody Bellinger. So, Cody you, know, Bellinger. you know, you have Snell, then Bellinger, uh, 28 years old, batted 307 this year, um, was awesome with the Cubs all year. Um, he's looking I've for heard, a big I've payday. Yeah, I've heard talks of the Yankees for him. I've heard talks of uh, the Dodgers for him. Yeah, I mean, um, look, both the Giants on the list. 
both teams in need of a good left-handed bat. Um, great outfielder, obviously. Um, we'll see. Number six, pitch another pitcher, but a reliever. Can you guess who it is? Uh, I have a different list pulled up. <laughs> oh, all good. Josh Hader. Uh, Josh Hader. Yeah, yeah. damn. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You're good, man. Um, people are predicting that he'll get the same uh, deal as uh, Mets closer Edwin Diaz. Five-year, $102 million that he signed with the Mets last offseason. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, he had an incredible year. He was awesome. 1.28 ERA, 33 saves, and 61 um, games. But, yeah. Um, number seven, our boy, Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, uh, you know, out out beating uh Harrison Bader, uh, you know, in the career talks, anyways, at least. But uh, yeah, man, Montgomery, I think he'll resign with the Rangers. I think they they need him as much as I think he would like staying there. Yeah. Um, number eight, Matt Chapman, big bat, age thirty. Um, remember he was hitting like four hundred at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Oh, uh, he was hitting three eighty four. Um, with 20 extra base hits through 27 games this year, he finished his batting average with 240. Bam. Did not have a good three quarters of the rest of the season. No, it was the beginning that did it for him. Yeah. Yeah. He only had 17 yeah, home runs. 54 ribbies and 17 homers. Yeah. It's that. Um, I don't know how much he's going to get. Age 30. I think he gets a three year, like $60 million deal. Um, another, it's, another yeah. pitcher who had another, uh, you know, maybe he'll get more. Maybe he's looking for Simeon money. I, I don't know. But, um, again, I don't think he's a game changer. I just, uh, I wouldn't, I would stay away from him. Um, another uh, big pitcher, actually, Sonny Gray, age 33, does not pitch well in big markets. He'll probably resign in a Midwest team or something like that. But Also uh, got a qualifying offer, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um ERA of 2.79 last year. Um, look, if you're a Midwest team, go out and get them. Maybe Detroit because they uh they lost the next pitcher on this list. Eduardo Rodriguez, who opted out of his contract. Um, age 30, uh, had a decent year, uh, 3.30. Um, again, I would stay away from this guy. From as far as like, I I would not give him north of 100 million dollars. Um, he I think he signed a five year 70 million dollar deal with the um. It was around that kind of deal with the Tigers two years ago. Um, he had three years and $49 million left on his current contract. But again, he opted out of it. Um, he'll, he'll get more money. Um, yeah. I'm just, um, do you remember he missed, like, I think the first, like, month of the season this year? It was like uh, he missed some brief time. It was like to do with, like, family stuff. I don't know what that was all about. It was kind of disclosed. It was never really talked about. But again, I would kind of, uh, I'd kind of stay away from him a little bit. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, the, and those are your top ten free agents. Uh, Marcus Stroman is to follow at eleven. So there are a lot of pitchers available, actually. Yeah, there's quite a few. Yeah, um, I think you and I both like Stroman. I would take Stroman over um, Eduardo Rodriguez. Hey, there was a minute there where we thought Stroman might wrap up a Cy Young run. Yeah, and he had a, potentially he had a great first he had half, a good year, not a good. He had the most quality, he led the league in quality starts for most of the season. And he does what he always does. He flames out a little bit he gets his arm gets tired a little fatigued there yeah um but yeah uh teoscar hernandez another big bat that's gonna be on the free agent market um yeah another japanese pitcher um show shota uh imanaga 
Okay. Sorry, again, uh, 24 games in Japan this year, 2.66 ERA, uh, 24 walks and 188 Ks and 159 innings pitched. Um, and then your boy, Luke Stilito, number 15. Uh, stay away yeah. stay away from that guy. I would rather sign any other pitcher uh, than uh, go after Giolito after we saw how terrible he was. But yeah, I mean, top 15, man, then it kind of falls off, dude. Maybe you get Reese Hoskins on a good deal. Um, yeah. Yeah, it seems like he might be up for grabs. It looks like uh, Eddie Rosario might be up for grabs too. Yeah, he, he's he been a journeyman for the most part. Guy who I like, I saw down the list is Justin Turner. I would like to see him on a one or two year deal. Uh, yeah. depending on somewhere uh yeah um day man uh it's crazy um anything else baseball we spent a lot of time uh i said tw- i said 20 minutes it's uh, 30 20. minutes yeah. uh, pe- the people are listening they're like oh man dude let's move on let's talk some football well the- i have to say real quick go ahead just just as a quick update because i think it just recently happened uh i think there was just a big punt return yeah for the uh for the chargers exactly yeah man 87 yard touchdown return yards yeah uh darius davis uh rookie yeah uh scoring the first points that's how the chargers are going to score their points tonight is by weird plays like that because yeah herbert's going to turn back into a pumpkin yeah well, he's I, two for five with twelve yards so far. So I, I need uh I need Parham to have like two touchdowns to win my fantasy league. So oh, for my, okay for this week. Uh, it's not gonna happen, well, by the way. So good luck with that. Yeah, yeah not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see, man. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, let let's uh let's get into football, man. Uh, big look. I mean, what best game yesterday? Bengals, Bills, or Eagles, Cowboys. Uh, ooh. well, the Eagles Cowboys seem like a little bit of a yeah, closer game. It was definitely more yeah. competitive. I mean, it was kind of back <clears throat> yeah. and forth. Uh, Eagles, Eagles were up all game on that. Yeah, Eagles uh, against the Bills. Eagles opened up uh, with a seven-zero uh, lead. Uh, very convincing first uh, first drive for them. Cowboys uh, scored on the next two drives, up fourteen-seven. This game was seventeen uh, fourteen at halftime. Cowboys, and then the Eagles came out strong. Man, they answered right away. Came out of halftime. Uh, they scored two touchdowns right away to take the lead, man. And they were up 28. Uh, they were up 20-17 before you know it. Um, Dak outplayed Hurts. Can you say, you want to say that? I would say so. Yeah. Uh, Hurts also had a, a little bit of a touchy little injury kind of thing going on there for a minute too. I, so I saw that. That might have affected his, his second half a little bit. Fortunately, the Eagles are finally on their freaking bye week. Yeah. Um, going into next week at least. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, Dak tore up this sorry Eagles secondary that I've I've been yeah. clobbering all year and yeah, rightfully so because again man uh, they're atrocious everyone talks about them they're really bad um, but yeah man uh, look Eagles this, despite having that crappy um, pass defense they still were able to pull it out and they came in in the clutch the defense did because look uh, Hurts in the fourth quarter Two times to do something with the ball. The Eagles fumbled it on. Um, they went three and out twice. One with the fumble. And Dak had two chances there. Um, especially on the last drive with the pass interference. That, on yeah, Bradbury. Man. Then the rough and the passer. They were moving. Dude. Yeah, I they mean, were moving. God, man. You got, you got no time gifted. Outs 52 seconds left or something. And all of a sudden, it was 30 seconds left. And they were at the 30-yard line. I was like, yeah. what the hell's going on here? Well, I was just like, dude. I was like, of course, man. This is classic Eagles. Like, just shooting yep. themselves in the foot here. And, you know, again, 
last year they did not make those mistakes. Um, look, it almost cost them the game. It did not. Dak stepped out of bounds. It was a game of inches, man. Yeah, I was about to say it was a game of inches. <laughs> yeah. There was that one catch by Ferguson. His knee touched, and the ball oh was about God. six inches from the from the plane. Seriously, man. And then yeah, Dak's right foot just barely stepped out of bounds. Yeah, it, that was crazy, yeah, man. It was, yeah, it was close because it was. This game could easily went to overtime if Dak doesn't step out oh, of bounds yeah. there on that two point conversion. Oh, um, yeah. but yeah, it that was the difference maker here. And look, uh, Cowboys, uh, you know. Uh, what was it on the final on that final drive right there? It was like third and sixteen, then delay of game, and then third and twenty or third and twenty one. Um, but yeah, look, um, I say that the Eagles won this game more than Dallas lost it. They did everything that they needed to. The defense stepped up at the very last minute when they needed to. Um, it was a good game, and like you said, the Eagles play in three weeks against the Cowboys again. And look, this game is going to be just as close and. Before that, the Eagles play. Whew, I know I talk about it all year. Uh, so after their after their bye week on November twentieth, they, they're in Kansas City. <laughs> then uh, they go home to uh, to play the Buffalo Bills. Then they play the the Niners, and then they go to the Dallas. After that, Seahawks. Man, God, you want to talk about a bloodbath? Holy crap! That's a tough midseason stretch. Yeah. <clears throat> it really is. Man. Um, I picked up Marcus Mariota in my fantasy league just because I knew uh, last week because I saw Jalen Hurts is going to be uh, a little, you know, just kind of wobbly and all that. Yeah. I'm um, trying to hopefully if, you know, I hope Hurts does stay healthy um, for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, you know, it's like. And I mean, this is the tough stretch, but it really is. Honestly. Man. Yeah. But honestly, let's look at those those teams real quick. The Bills just lost. A pretty ugly game <clears throat> in the beginning, at least. Yeah, the 49ers have lost three in a row. Um, still. I mean, and the Chiefs have not been playing like they could play. And the, the Eagles have not played like they could play either. Like you're right, you're right. But it's it's not like a well this this could be a like a one in four stretch. It's like no, we could win four out of these five games. Yeah. Um. It's just who's who shows up on what given day. You know what I mean? Like if the 49ers show up when we play them, then yeah, we might not win that game. But I don't know, man. I, I have pretty good confidence going into going into the bye, coming out of the bye, and then uh, look uh, against some teams that just haven't been playing. I mean, we just saw Geno Smith struggle, struggle this past weekend. Yeah. So, um, no, I mean, you're right. And, and in two weeks, everything will flip-flop and we'll be like, man, well, what we said two weeks ago, well, because that, that, that's how MVP. it is. No. <laughs> that's how it is in the NFL, man. I mean, yeah. look, uh, Super Bowl rematch against the Chiefs. Uh, whatever you want to say, the Chiefs didn't look good, but their defense is good. That's the one thing, man, is that their defense is good. That's the one thing we can't say about them last year, really. And so it, I, that's why I think it's going to be a tough matchup. The Niners, tough defense. It's going to be a really tough matchup. It's going to be very physical. And you got to look at that. The same thing with the Bills. Tough defense, man. Um, in that, in that, look, I mean, the uh, the Bengals put up 24 on them. But, like, that was not an easy 24. And they stopped Burrow there in the um, that second half, man. Burrow was not moving around like they did in the first half. Let me see. Yeah, because the Bengals only scored three points in the second half there. And they weren't able to move the ball like they were in the first half on them. So, the one thing is, yes, we don't know what we're getting from those teams. But we are going up against th- the Eagles. Are going up against three really tough deep defenses. Four, including da- Dallas there, and yeah, maybe the Seahawks. That Seahawks game doesn't look as tough. We'll see. 
Um, but man, for a month there, it's going to be very physical. It's going to be very uh, much of a bloodbath. And it's great that the Eagles did pull out that victory yesterday because they are now, uh, they're the only team in the league with one loss. So um, they'll be on a bye week. They'll be rested. They could somehow pull off that game against the Chiefs and still go into, go into week 10 with, or sorry, uh, to week 11 with, um, God, I mean, week 12 with, week 12, a, yeah, yeah, sorry, with a, uh, a nine and one record, man. I think they'll, they will be set like that. That would be the one that would be the one thing coming out of this is, is looking at, is looking at God, man, I can't, it's, it's week 10. I hate it because it's unbelievable. We're already yeah. more than halfway through the NFL season. It sucks. Yeah. I, this is like yeah. a sad time of year. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, great victory by the Eagles yesterday. Um, look, Cowboys, you guys had a chance. Dak, you had your chance to prove yourself. You, uh, you failed buddy again. You failed again. I'm sorry. Um, look, elite quarterbacks don't step out of bounds there. They don't. They they get it done. They yeah. some, they find a way somehow. Mahomes would have found a way. It was it was probably one of his better games of the season. Too. Yeah. Well, he's torching I mean, a bad defense. That's the thing. Top two, top three. Yeah. Look, has he had good passing numbers the last three weeks? He has, but he also hasn't played good defense. Like he lit. Uh, who who they play last week? Um. Oh, they lit. They lit up the Rams. Oh, good. The Rams are not. Rams. The Rams are lost. God. Um. The Rams. Their Rams. They're they're dead in the water. Um. Then they put up three hundred four against the Rams. Yeah. Two seventy two against the Chargers. A buck fifty three against San Fran. Yeah. So look. Those are last three games. For him. Until Dak actually beats a legit contender, and like, could he beat the Eagles yesterday? Yeah, he could have, but he didn't. And until I actually see him get it done, and have a good viable game. And look, like you said, man. Eagles pass defense is absolute garbage. You could everyone has done everything against them. Um but Yeah, and the Cowboys have won a bunch of games against a bunch of crappy teams and yeah. lost a couple games against a couple crappy teams too. And and good well, teams against the, Arizona. Yeah. And against the two good teams that they played in. I'm sorry, the Chargers yeah. again. Uh, like so Jekyll and Hyde that team. Um but uh here's the the Cowboys uh rest of the schedule here uh going at least I'll go, I'll go 5 weeks until they play the Eagles. Um, Giants, Panthers, Commanders, Seahawks, Eagles. I mean, look, Dak, you have plenty of chance to pad those stats. I mean. Yeah, and then, right, and then those last four out of those last five is Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions. Yeah, exactly. So a pretty tough little stretch there. So we'll we'll finally see them play some good teams. um, Absolutely. They'll get tested there. But um, unfortunately, I guess they're going to be in the playoffs. That's what sucks. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. No, they'll be there. The NFC is not great. There's not a lot of great teams in the NFC. The Lions are going to make, or the um, the Vikings are going to make the playoffs. Josh Dobbs at quarterback. Um, <laughs> that sounds looking, man. That's sad. We'll we'll see. I'm not sure about all that, but we'll see. We'll see. I think Seattle's much better than Minnesota. And if it comes down to a wild card spot, it's going to be Dallas and Seattle over Dallas and Minnesota. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Well, we'll see. And I still think, yeah. I mean, I still think the. The South is is pretty wide open too. The South I don't is think pathetic. Tampa, they, none of them. Should I don't think playoffs. Tampa Bay is. As, I don't think Tampa Bay is as bad as they've been playing. Like as far as the team goes. Well, dude, that that was a really exciting game ball. yesterday. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, let, let, let's just touch on them real quick. Uh, Buccaneers, Texans. C.J. Stroud threw five touchdowns yesterday. It was freaking awesome. Um, yeah. What was it? Four hundred and seventy-one yards. Yeah, or something he was, he was through the air. Incredible like, rookie record. And that that's yeah. a, yeah, man. I mean, dude, he's in line to have one of the best rookie QB seasons of any of all time, 470 yards passing yesterday. 
five TDs. He was awesome, dude. He made some, I mean, just he was unbelievable awesome. throws. Yeah. Um, too bad none of those went to my fan, Santa fantasy calm, re- receiver. He looks calm, man. He looks calm. Collins. Threw them all the different players. Yeah, no, he, and he does look calm. Um, I had Tank Dell on the bench in my league. Oh, my God. No way. <laughs> he got me 30 on the bench. Like, <laughs> Damn. Right. <laughs> uh, I hope you won. Anyways. Uh, well, it's coming down to tonight. Oh, so we'll see. God. Um, well, Chargers up 14-0, and Parham yeah. has no points. So, yeah, not looking good. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. It, uh, CJ Shroud looking awesome. One one thing uh, from there. The Buccaneers not looking so awesome. They fall to 3-5. and five. Um, but yeah, like you said, man, they're still in it because that division's garbage. It's like just like last year with that sorry Bucks team making the playoffs and beating yeah. Dallas, where Dallas is completely obliterated them. I sure hope that doesn't happen again with one of those sorry teams. I mean, because Atlanta sucks. The Buccaneers, they stink. And the Saints, they stink. Like I don't think it I see, I, I don't know, man. I don't think Atlanta's that bad. I just think they have a bad quarterback. I mean Atlanta is not bad. bad. Well, no, they <laughs> Carolina's bad. I mean, dude, they should have beat. <laughs> That's what I mean. Do- like, I, go ahead. They should beat Dobbs. I mean, like, look, Heineke. I actually don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think he's better than Ritter. Ritter's atrocious. Um, yeah. And look, do they have great position players? They do. They have some really good position players. But again, man, um, I just don't think they have enough. Their defense isn't good. I don't think their defense is top anything. Um, like yeah, they have they have talented players, but they don't have the quarterback. The best quarterback in their division is Derek Carr, uh, Bryce Young. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's really bad. Their division's awful. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, other look. Yeah, it's. I I think it's tough, man. I mean, look at the NFC West. I mean, we we were all high on the 49ers. They're five and three. Yeah, let's let let's let the season let's let the season finish itself out. I think the, the Niners Rams, will pick itself back up. The Rams are three and six, but they're not really that bad. No, the Rams are. The the they they just thing is is, uh, you know Matthew Stafford just, you know, turned back into himself and he gets hurt, man. That guy just yeah he put it all on the line years ago and he now is you know is paying for it <laughs> you know when he won the super bowl i was like cool that was my first time That's, i could make it through a healthy season yeah. in a long time and so if he hadn't gotten hurt would they be as bad as they are? <coughs> no, no 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 because i mean he's a good quarterback That's what i mean i think i think they're a good team i just think that they got unlucky and they have an injury that's hurting them pretty bad yeah and so. maybe maybe they get safford back i i don't know what his timetable is if you can see that yeah, it is. I don't know. Um, I don't know what his time maybe is. they get him back and you know change that perspective, but yeah, we'll we'll see. Oh, they're optimistic that uh, McVeigh is optimistic that Stafford will be back after their bye week. Okay. Oh, good. Well, which is uh, is it this week, right? It is week ten. Week ten. So he should be back next week. Yeah. So yeah, well, well, I, I hope he gets Let's back because they they will be a fun playoff team, like over any yeah. of those teams in the South. Absolutely, man. I mean, over any of the Atwell and Puka Nakua and I mean Higby's. Yeah, and Aaron Donald. I mean, look, they have great, they have great players. It's just again, um, if it's going to be ripened, ripened, ripping, yeah, ripping that quarterback. He's terrible, man. He was so bad. I, I was that unfortunately was like the national game on yesterday. I'm like, this is come on, you got to be better than this. I was like, had to turn on red zone. Um, it's like it was really bad. Um. Anyways, man, we gotta talk about one of the the Bengals Bills yesterday. Bengals, um, again, dude, um, they were awesome. 
<laughs> like um, they're back. Burrow's back. Um, all the doubt about the Bengals. I mean, dude, they ripped through the Niners the week before that. They and then they ripped through the Bills. Like I know that they won twenty four to eighteen. Uh, Bills had a late touchdown there, but they were never in this game. Yeah, it was garbage time. Yeah, yeah. They, they weren't in this game at all. Like Al- Allen, you know, tried to do his heroics. Uh, wasn't enough. Wasn't even close. Um, yeah, man. Like Cincinnati. Cincinnati's in the driver's seat. Uh, they're five and three. Look, that division, the AFC North, is really good. You have the Ravens seven and two, Steelers, Browns, and Bengals all five and three. But you look at all those teams, you're like, yeah, you don't care what any of those teams are because uh, the Bengals, I think you and I can say, you know, are better than both the Browns and the Steelers. And 100. percent But I think Baltimore is absolutely no joke this year. No, no, they're they're no joke. But I still take. I still think the Bengals are the team to beat. Like if they were to meet right now, uh, what, when do they meet? Because they do meet again. No, no I'm going. I'm picking Baltimore in that matchup. You are for sure. okay. So yeah, hundred percent. And I'm not saying hundred like, percent. How about a hundred push up bet? Deal. Deal. Done. When's our next matchup? Cool. Right before the next pot. Right before uh, next matchup is next week. Uh, week eleven. No. Week eleven. So right. yeah, they, they here. Here's the rest of their schedule. Week ten. Uh, and it's in Baltimore too. Oh, that's a Thursday night game too. Okay. That's fine. Uh, what was the first matchup? They they lost by three. That's right. Um, let's see. Uh, Texans. Um, next week in Cincinnati will be interesting. I mean, look, CJ Stroud is good. Yeah, I think we Texas Texas been playing well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they lost to Carolina the week last week, but uh, I don't know. It's one. Of, it's just one of those games. Like the Chiefs can't base it off it's, one game. It's like, like the they're, Chiefs been playing well. Their their quarterback has been playing. It's like the Chiefs so. losing the Broncos. It's really like yeah, that. Yeah. The Eagles lost to the Jets. I mean, what the hell? Everybody loses <laughs> some kind of Eagles silly lost game to the Jets like that, because but... Jalen Hurts threw a a pick. To the other team. Look, right? Houston beat the Jaguars. Houston beat the Steelers. Houston beat. No, the Houston's Saints good. No, no, no. I, about them. No, no, I'm not great. Man. I'm not comparing. Just, I'm not saying that. Look, I, we just talked about how great CJ Stroud's been. Um, yeah, he's been yeah. phenomenal. Good. Uh, them. Then they have the Ravens. Like week it. 11. Week 12, Steelers. Week 13, Jaguars. Jaguars. Uh, week 14, it gets yeah. a little easier for them. The Colts. Then it gets. Uh, then they go Vikings, Steelers, Chiefs, Browns. They have a yeah, super tough, tough schedule. schedule. Yeah, that's a tough schedule. Absolutely, it's a very tough schedule. I mean, look at who they played already. They beat they beat uh, the 49ers, the Seahawks, yeah. the Bills. Yeah, they whopped those teams too. I mean, it wasn't even close. Yeah. Like, yeah, very yeah. convincing wins. Um, Bengals are, I think, just as scared. Like, I know everyone is like, "Oh my God, the Ravens, this that." But look, Bengals are there. I don't care. Like, they proved it in the past two years that, despite whatever the record is right now is that they're going to be there in the end. That's one thing I will say, is that they're going to be there. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll see with them and the Ravens. I'm just There's something still about the Ravens that I'm just not convinced about. I just, um, I, I don't know. Like, with Lamar, I just, I don't know. I got to see it in the playoffs. I, it's just something. I, I don't know. But with the Bengals, yeah, I can understand that, and I don't, I don't like the. the no, I know, Ravens I know what you all. mean. But they've had very convincing wins. I just wins. think that they're like they they beat the Lions, they beat the crap out just of the Seahawks them yesterday. Like just the way that they played yesterday, and I know they played the Seahawks, but <laughs> no, look, the Seahawks yeah. are good. Right, I, th- I think just they're good. The way that they played, like man, they look good. They were running some some interesting play calling there, and uh, Lamar's looking <laughs> pretty darn good. Their defense is stout. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see. Other. 
We have a- I still like the Steelers too. Real quick, I still like the Steelers. I still like the Steelers. I, I think that they're yeah, man. They won. They ju- they just have issues that you know they, can- <laughs> they have issues. Their quarterback, quarterback, the quarterback, most important but- position <laughs> yeah, in the NFL. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Look, man, they 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 beat the Titans. And I look, I, I one thing they won on Thursday Night Football last week. Um, look, uh, Pickens stepped out of bounds for a touchdown there. Yeah. Um, the uh. Levis, I actually like. I think Levis. he moved, moved he, the ball. He looks good. He looks decent. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Man, I mean, damn, Carolina's whiffed. I mean, dude, um, they p- probably picked the fourth best quarterback in the draft because it yeah. looks like Levis. Um, it looks CJ. like uh, Richardson and CJ Stroud are all better than than uh, what's his name, man? Bryce Young. And yeah. it, it just goes to show you, man, with these NFL scouts and all these you know draft experts and all this stuff, they don't know shit. They just don't. No. I'm just sorry. They don't. Because <laughs> guess what? It comes down to coaching. That comes down to what si- situations they're put in. And don't get me wrong. Like, Caleb Williams is an anomaly. He's going to be awesome. That guy. Because he, he has all those intangibles and all that stuff. But for some of the other, like, because this was supposed to be a bad quarterback draft. But we looks like we have three yeah. good, solid quarterbacks in this draft. Definitely yeah, better than absolutely. 2021, where we thought we had... Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Trey Lance. Um, um, who else am I missing from there? Um, missing one or two other quarterbacks from that draft. But God, it, I mean, they, that draft looks terrible now. Yeah, um, big time. There was five quarterbacks in that draft that were supposed to be super promising. Um, but yeah. Um, any, anyways. Uh, yeah, Ravens blew out the Seahawks. Uh, Browns destroyed the Cardinals. Cardinals get back Kyler Murray this week. Um, I mean, what does that do for the Cardinals? I don't know. Uh, they traded away Dobbs. <laughs> They're one eight. Cool. Uh, you're bringing back. I don't know. Again, I, I don't really care. I, I, no, I'm not convinced yeah. that Kyler Murray is going to change anything for them. No, at least at the Brown. The, like at all. I mean, they might win another game or two, but no. Sean Watson played a game finally. He's going to take two more weeks off as of this. That. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude. That Watson guy, what a terrible contract that guy's. He's yeah, awful. Um, let's see. Yeah, Ravens obliterated the Seahawks. Saints beat the Bears. Um, that was a competitive game. I like Bajan. It was uh, even. Yeah, Bajan. I was no, just gonna say he yeah. threw three interceptions. Still, I'm not like. I I, I like him, man. Russ eight times. No, but he had some good passes. Yeah. He had he looked comfortable eight, in the pocket. He rushes seventy yards. Like, dude. Yeah. I mean, for what the. Like for what he has around him and stuff like that. I mean, not a great offensive line is what I mean. Um, yeah, man, not 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 terrible, not terrible. Like, uh, like if you ask me now, I I think he's gonna be the quarterback going forward over Fields, and I think if he's a free yeah. agent, I think some teams gonna sign him, and make him the yeah. starting number one quarterback. And they had that game was close the whole game. I mean, it's not like they were down, you know, twenty four to nothing. I'd rather have him over Derek Carr. Yeah, I'll take yeah, I'll take him over Ripen. Yeah, I'll take him over Jordan Love. I'll that's Jordan Love uh, is that bad. Where, oh my god, that might be where I draw the line. Yeah, no, Jordan Love been, is bad. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll take him over. Uh, I'll take him over Bryce Young. I'll say that Bryce Young I'll yesterday with two pick sixes. Yeah. Um, Garoppolo, you take him over that. You take him over Daniel Jones. Um, I'd take him over Jimmy G. I'd take him over Daniel Jones. Tyrod Taylor, take him over him. I mean, dude, like I, I know this is only a few games go off of it, man. It's like, it's it's it, there's so many bad quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, he's actually like, and I know in back to back weeks he's thrown three plus interceptions, man. But like, 
again, he's he's trying to get it done. Like, I, I there's just stuff I like there from him, and yeah, and that's why I like I kind of like Minshew a little bit, is that? But Minshew's the proving me to be a little bad, so maybe you don't go by my QB analysis. I don't know, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I I think. <laughs> I think, like you said, Chicago's offensive line is kind of what ruins it for him. I mean, I think he'd be a lot better of a quarterback if you know he just had one or two more guys up there up front that were, yeah, uh, give, maybe give him a little more time or or uh, make him feel a little bit more. Uh, I don't want to say comfortable, but you know what I mean. Just give him a little bit more time to to, to do some things. I mean, obviously, I think part of those rushing yards <coughs> is the fact that he was he was rushed, yeah. like quite literally, he had to get out of there and and just so having to pick up maybe five or six yards on a run. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, 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 Chicago's tough, man. I, it's like, yeah, man. We'll we'll see there. Um, yeah. I think Washington and the Patriots. That was a pretty good. Oh game. Oh my god, so bad. Mac Jones is awful, dude. Mac yeah. Jones is so bad. Oh my god, yeah. I cannot believe New England. <laughs> I mean, dude, who two and seven, man? And I'm gonna ask you again. Who would have thought? When, I know you're gonna say they're not gonna fire Belichick. No, he's not gonna what, get fired it, in the middle of the season. No way. Is it time for him to move on? Is what I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna um, ask you if they well, should. Well, it was reported that they gave him a big contract on. for the end of the year. Okay. Um, yeah, that was reported a few weeks ago. Um, I mean, is it time for them to move on? I or just retire? I mean. No, hell no, no, absolutely not. No, he's one of the best quarterbacks. Sorry, he's one of the best coaches in the league. Um, it's not his fault that he has Mac Jones. I mean, I get yeah. Well, actually, it's his fault. Well, um, yeah, it's sorry. absolutely his fault, um, <laughs> and the fact that and the fact that the only one Super Bowls when Brady was around goes to show you that maybe he's well, not as well, uh, offensive. He still is, as no, he's, he needs to be. He he's not offensive minded guy. He's a defensive minded. I'm saying defensive minded yeah, quarterback, so and maybe he moves back and becomes a DC somewhere. I don't know. No, that's a terrible decision. I uh, never do that. Um, again, because if you just if you're doing a lineup of all the top coaches in the league. I'm sorry, you're gonna hire Bill Belichick in the top five of those. You who 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 would you take ahead of him? Andy Reid. Um, no, I'm not saying I wouldn't necessarily take anybody ahead of him. I'm just saying, no, is it maybe his? But that's what I'm saying, though. But like, why would you fire him? Then you get a worse. No, coach? I'm not saying fire. I'm saying is it his time to move on? No. Maybe just retire. I mean, look, he had he's having a bad year. Uh, last two years, yeah, absolutely, he's been terrible, but. I think it's more the quarterback play than than his defenses, and he lost two of his he lost two of his uh, players um, to injury. His top two defensive players in the injury, uh, Judon and Christian yeah. Gonzalez, number one overall pick. Or, yeah, Judon's been out for so long too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, look, they lost their two guys, um, and I to be honest, I think they're tanking. <laughs> I think they're, I think they're going to start tanking. That's just kind of how I see it. Yeah. Um, Belichick will never come out and openly say that he's. I think he's going for all-time wins. Um, yeah. So not, not be gone. Um, well, there are rumors that he may not be with the Patriots. Yeah. Sure. And look, I'm asking you. Kraft, Kraft, Kraft <laughs> might, it's not my opinion. Kraft might saying. decide to move on. And look, and yeah. he, he might. Um, will Bill Belichick have a coaching job next year? Absolutely. He will be a head coach somewhere else if he moves on from New England. Yep. I will put money on that. He is. I don't think that guy would be going anywhere. Um, look. Kraft would have to fire him before the Belichick would step away. That's that's what I think. Um, yeah, we'll see. Last pathetic game from yesterday: Raiders Giants. Um, Daniel Jones tore his ACL. That sucks. Don't ever <laughs> want to see a player get hurt. Um, uh, uh, after they yeah. they fired 
after I wouldn't mind seeing Dak get hurt, but you know, no, no, I want to see Dak at quarterback. It's great when he plays against us because um, he can't win against a good team. Uh, you know, he might yeah. throw someone else in there. Who knows? Um, the Giants had uh, Tommy DeVito, the uh, guy from Goodfellas, uh, Joe Pesci's <laughs> yeah. character, um, starting at quarterback, and uh, the Raiders had Aiden O'Connell. Um, yeah, this is the battle of the quarterbacks oh, here, dude. man. It's like, oh my god. Sheesh. Just, uh, yeah, it's a cra- crazy, crazy game. Um, as far as like, God, just what an ugly game. And then even uglier game this Thursday night, dude. I'm done with talking about uh, week week nine. Uh, this Thursday night, dude, Panthers at Chicago. It is, oh my God, what an ugly game. Chicago's favored by three and a half at home. Yeah, we talked. That goes to show. And the over under on that game is 39. The only reason I want to watch this game is because I would just want to see how Bajan does against the bad team. <laughs> you know, that's yeah, a, yeah. I mean, this is battle of the first round picks here. Uh, dude, first the, round the Bears could come out and win that game like 27 to, to three or something. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. And, well, the funny thing is, is the Bears do want, they want to pound the uh, Panthers because they have their pick. They had the Panthers over one pick, up. so it's like cool. Yeah, keep that bad record. We want to move on. Maybe, maybe that's a good betting point. Actually, three and a half. Maybe like yeah, I was I was gonna look say at something yeah. like that. Interesting. Uh, other other, we have some good games this week, man. Um, we do. 49ers Jags. I think that's probably the game of the week, and I know we have some other good games here. Uh, but man, yeah, 49ers Jags, dude. That looks like the best overall game, um, that we might be looking at. I like Browns Ravens too. Browns Ravens is gonna be good. Uh, Ravens yeah. favorite by six. Wow, um, that should come down a little bit. That Raven, that Brown defense is good. Did, did uh, yeah. they already play each other once this year? Um, they uh, did. I don't. I think uh, Baltimore won twenty eight three. So maybe. I was gonna say maybe it's think, not that high. I don't think Cleveland won. Um, we'll see. I don't know. Was it PJ Walker starting in that? Maybe it wasn't. But, um, I think that'll be a totally different game. Those those uh, division games. And San Francisco is only favored by three. Yeah, yeah, on the road. Well, I mean, yeah, they've lost three in a row, so um, I still think they're the better team. And finally, uh, the Jaguars are going to be tested a little bit here. I mean, yeah. that, that's what I want to see is them get tested. Uh, they're six and two. If they win this game, yeah, then I'll, I'll take yeah. them as a legitimate contender uh, going forward. I'll put them on the Ravens' path of like, okay, you're a threat to win the Super Bowl. Um. Let's see Colts Patriots another battle of teams that are completely out of it um Steelers and Packers Viking Saints St- Steelers win this game they'll move the six and three and maybe the Packers could um sail off to the sunset of moving on from Jordan Love maybe Jordan Love and b- yeah. by the way I was really high on Jordan Love going into the year so again another bad take by me of just quarterbacks <laughs> like I I thought Jordan Love had it, man. Maybe he still does. Maybe it's more of a um, their their coach, um, God, their coach uh, Lafleur, Matt Lafleur. Matt Lafleur. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Saints Vikings, like you said, man, five, both five and four. Um, I mean, Saints are favored, but I no, like the Vikings more. Half, yeah. I like the Vikings more in this game. I think you're kind of getting two and a half points there. I, I think I do. Yeah. I, I think the Vikings can win this game outright. Yeah, I think the Vikings win by like seven <laughs> yeah. or nine or ten, something like that. Yeah, I think they more than cover here. I don't know. Yeah. Not again, not a big fan of the Saints and their defense I think is overrated. Um 
but yeah, like you said, uh, like we talked about earlier, Texans and uh, Bengals. That's gonna be really good. That's gonna be a good game. Yeah. Bengals are favored Titans. by seven. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in Cincinnati. I would. Too, I would like so. to see how they are against rookie quarterbacks in Joe Burrow's time. That that might be a big tale. Because again, man, that team is firing all cylinders. I, I think they are just as scary as any team in the AFC. They just are. I think they're scarier than the Chiefs right now. I would take them to cover more than seven, too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, confidently, like in the back of your mind, you're like, up until the Niners lost their three straight games, you're like, oh, the Niners are covering every week. It's like, right. you know, <laughs> by that. That's like that's the kind of comfort level I have on those Bengals. Um, Titans, Bucks, we'll see. Levis against uh, Mayfield there. Um, good. I, you know, it's a, it's a watchable game. I, I would watch it. Yeah. Another watchable game. Chargers, Lions. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's game of the week. Who knows? Uh, look, I mean, it looks like the Chargers are going to win this game. They'll be moving into four and four. Um, if they win tonight, they're at 14-0 right now. Uh, Seahawks, Commanders, another watchable game. You know? Yeah. Um, Seattle favored by six and a half there at home. The Cowboys get the goats against Tommy DeVito. Good for them. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Dallas is fair Dude. by sixteen and a half there. That's the highest spread of the week, I believe. Oh my god. Fifth yeah. Even even over Buffalo uh <clears throat> I think that's too high. The Giants defense is good. Sixteen and a half? Yeah, I don't I don't think Dallas covers that. No. I mean, well, we've seen them win forty to ten or they whatever. They still have Tyra Taylor, right? He's still backup. Does yeah. he start this week, I think? Maybe? Yeah. Uh, or maybe the Giants is... are trying to lose. I know Tyrod Taylor's on the IR. Oh, he's on the IR. Um, Devito. Yeah. I wonder who they're gonna sign for backup. There. Wow. But um, turn from into reserves. Maybe it looks like he might be out for the. Well, you season. know, you know what, the Cowboys clobber crappy teams. Remember, they beat the Giants forty to open up the year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I, I they do know. cover. It's, they may cover it. Yeah. Maybe they do. Still, it's it's hard to do that against your own divisional rival twice. Um. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Jets Raiders. Oh my God, it's terrible. Um, and and uh, Bills and Broncos. That, that, Falcons. Falcons Cardinals. Man. Oh my God. Yeah, the return of Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Can he get Atlanta's, it done? Atlanta's still favored in that game. Too. They should be. Atlanta's favored I mean, by one seen, and a half. We haven't seen anything. The Cardinals are terrible, and they're one and eight. And we haven't seen anything from Kyler Murray all year. And I don't like Kyler Murray. I think he's a terrible quarterback. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Bills, and then Bills and Broncos, watchable game. This is like the first week in weeks where I'm like, oh, this is actually going to get a good football Sunday. Yeah, I could watch most of those games and, and not be uh, too upset about it. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Like yesterday <laughs> was, was pretty abysmal besides two of those games. I mean, it was yeah. really bad. But um, It was pretty bad, yeah. yeah. I mean, we got a good stretch, man. Um, but yeah, uh, let, let's... Uh, move on and we'll, we'll talk more football later in the week uh, especially going uh, into week 10 uh, let's talk a, let's spend a little a few minutes here on NBA and we'll, we'll wrap it up man um, cool. your Sixers Wally whopped the uh, Wizards it, they're up 141 to 117 against the Wizards right now well yeah, just a four minutes left too <laughs> one, thing, one thing we know is um, I had the over in that game it was great it was 229 nice. I loved it um, oh wow yeah, yeah. I was like, why is this line moving down? It was moving down a little bit. I'm like, the Sixers are, they score a lot, and the Wizards give up like 123 points a game. Like, this makes no sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, wow. The Spurs are 
Pacers. I, I know. Would say. Holy Pacers crap. that can get our business against the Spurs too. I actually had the Spurs plus nine there too, so not looking good there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, 25. 25 on it. Not, you know, I thought I was like, oh, you know, win, a Wimby game. But man, uh, how many points does Halliburton have? Only 23, but they have so many guys almost in double, double figures. The Spurs defense is yeah. atrocious. Oh my God. Watching them against, I watched them in the two Phoenix games last week, and oh crap, they are bad. Yeah, it's um, pretty bad. Yeah, and they were without two of their good players too. They were without. Wemby only has eight points tonight, huh? Wemby only has eight points. No, he, he has thirteen tonight. Thirteen. He's three of twelve from the field. Thirteen points. I'm trying to see what you're looking at. Uh, uh he has thirteen uh, tonight. Wemby. I'm looking at eight. No, he has thirteen. Okay. Two twenty-three left in the game. I don't know if you're looking. It's behind. Uh, maybe mine didn't update. Yeah, yeah. It's three. Mine says three fourteen left. That's oh, yeah, yeah. He's thirteen apparently. So he's got well. Surprised okay, so he's still going at eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's still in the game at that point. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. Um. So a few surprises here. One. One. Uh. That I really like. I really love the Magic this year. I know they're about to lose to Dallas right now. Dallas has been awesome, but the Magic are going to fall to four and three. I think they are going to be super competitive and feisty all year. Um, yeah. The Lakers lose. Um, yeah, they're gonna, they're going to lose. They're they're yeah. uh, they're losing right now by eleven. Um, this Lakers team, LeBron earlier compared themselves to the Steelers of this year. Did you saw that to the Steelers. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I, I, what a weird quote. Um, I'm not sure about all. Yeah, that. and yeah. and I like look. Uh, you should be trying to compare yourself to the Chiefs. Saying that you right. guys win close games and because I mean that that's Not how the they kind of won. Um, I mean, look, man, um, they're gonna fall like this Lakers team. So many people had them penciled over at fifty plus wins, and maybe they still get there yeah. somehow. Um, no, but man, I don't think so. I think they're gonna be a five hundred team all year. Yeah, so do I. I, yeah. I don't think they have, and they're they're dealing with a lot of injuries and stuff. I I just don't like their coach. I I don't think LeBron could sustain the pace he's been playing all year. Um, look, is it amazing what he's doing? Absolutely. I just think Davis is the weak sauce, and I think LeBron can't keep this pace all year. Um, yeah. Celtics are barely beating the Timberwolves. Um, well, they're also without a without a White tonight as well. So that's yeah. a good game. Um, the Timberwolves have also turned it on too. They've been uh, pretty good. They beat Denver. They delivered Denver their own losses here. The only loss. Yep. Uh, let's see. Um, and then the Bills, other the, the Bills, the Bulls are <laughs> killing the Jazz, um, right now, fifty-four to seventy-one, and yeah, look, uh, Bulls stink. They both stink. They're both two and seven. I was just about to say that's the battle of the losers yeah. right there. Yeah, and, and <laughs> OKC man taking care of business right now at halftime against uh, Atlanta, and uh, both these teams are good, man. I uh, Atlanta look to four and two. I think they're gonna. I think this team's gonna find out a way to win forty-eight games because then they have good coaching. I think they have good players, and um, there's something I like about Trey Young this year um, a little yeah. bit. I think he's um, just playing more all around than being a shoot for shoot first point guard this year. And with the Thunder, man, when they have all their guys, dude, I think they're right. They give any team in the West problems. They're not in the that top tier with. Uh, with uh, Denver, but they are definitely up there. I think they're going to win uh, maybe 50 games too. Um, you think? Yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, I love SGA. I think he's a, you know, when you talk about closing guys, like when, when you have that, like, you know, when you, 
like when you look at a team, you're like, man, they have that guy. And I think SGA is that guy. Yeah. Um, I, I just think like when you, when you're penciling, you're like, Oh, when you're like looking at this game, like, damn, man, they got, we gotta go against this dude. Um, it's like looking at like a Jimmy Butler type. I think SGA is turning into that player. Absolutely. Uh, um, yeah. 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 He leads the team in, uh, <coughs> steals, assists and points. Per game. Yeah. So. Um, Clippers are losing to the Knicks. The Harden debut does not look like it's going well. Harden has no. 14 points, 6 of 8 shooting. Not bad, but they're somehow still losing to the Knicks. Julius Randle is uh, putting on a clinic. <laughs> I, I say that laughingly. I mean, I guess the one thing, man, taking away from basketball this year is, uh, damn, dude, Sixers are going to move to 5-1 and one without Harden. Um, and it, Embiid's just been awesome, you know, uh, but more more importantly is Tobias Harris has been getting involved this year and Tobias Harris, dude. And, yeah, uh, and Maxie. Maxie's been incredible. Yeah, those two guys. Yeah. And that's what you want to see from those guys. Man. But uh wow. Yeah. Just um yeah, man. What it's it's gonna be a very interesting year in basketball. I'm actually really excited this year. I thought it was gonna be a it little is, yeah. turned off, but I, I don't think you know. There's a couple teams that I'm surprised at too. Like I thought. I mean, Milwaukee. I mean, it's early. It's super early. Yeah. We, you know, of course. But Milwaukee not looking quite like I thought they would be. Um, uh, the Suns. Not, what happened to Phoenix? I thought well, Phoenix was going to be. Devin Booker is taking every. He's only played two games. Like he had a monster he's only first played two game. Games. I, yeah, took, I know. What, what's up? He with had that, a foot man? injury apparently, and then he played mm-hmm. one game. Then, then they. Uh, it's like Durant's been their only guy that's played all their games, and Bradley Beal, of course. Right. You know, he's atrocious. So, um, yeah. I mean, man, it, it's it's not looking pretty for them. No. Um, and uh, and it looks like uh, the Clippers have the highest points per game in the Western Conference so far. Yeah. Um, sitting at sixth in the conference. And about to lose to the Knicks. So. And about to lose to the Knicks, yeah, which the Knicks are no joke to. Yeah. Even though they've been kind of struggling. Oh, it'll be very interesting. Yeah, man. I think, uh, we'll, look, uh, we'll come back later in the week. We'll do um, more NFL and we'll do more, um, of course, any big baseball news. But um, we'll probably actually talk about MVPs and stuff like that finally. Yeah. By the way, this is what I want to talk about earlier. I think I, I hate that baseball waits to announce all these awards. Just one quick rant. Why do I you think wait? They just real quick. Yeah, I think they just announced the finals. They did today. Today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like dude, the World Series <laughs> is over. Why don't you announce yeah. the stuff at the beginning of the playoffs? Like, you have it all the sh- results should be like in. early October. It, sh- it yeah. should be right. At least in the DS, like they should be announcing this stuff. Like, come on, at least announce the finalists. Like, and then announce like, it's like, why are we just finding out about this? Guess what? No one gives a crap about baseball. Nobody once the World Series is over, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like they care when the hot stuff comes around. Baseball is not a year round sport. They don't care. Like Manfred figure, figure this stuff wonder, out, man. Yeah. I often wonder if it's, it's so that, like we saw kind of with basketball last year where, you know, the players might get a bigger head or it might affect their game a little bit. Knowing that who cares, you can't live up to the expectations then don't like you can't. It's true. That's true. No, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing, but I'm just saying, I think that might be a big part of the reason to kind of keep it since they are, you know, full. I mean, I guess basketball does it though. We saw him be, get the MVP and kind of flop out in the playoffs, but um, well, not flop out, but I I know what you mean. yeah, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they just wait because of that or, but every other sport does it earlier than that so i don't know yeah. again man <laughs> i don't know yeah it, it, there's some crazy uh stuff but 
Like we definitely hear about the NFL regular season MVP way before the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, year. last year they announced and, it. And same with basketball and same with uh, hockey. And yeah, I just don't understand. Last year they announced in the championship game and like, cool, you know, Mahomes won it. And like, you know, that you're like going into the Super Bowl, it's Mahomes. Yep. It's like, man. Right. Again, just, just, um, they need it. Like you said, Manfred. That might, maybe that's one of Manfred's things that he does. I don't know. He's only done it. He hasn't done too much with the league, yeah. and now he's starting. I, I, I like the stuff he done this year. So. Some of the stuff I like, yeah. he's mentioned I don't like, but yeah. Um, we'll see. But uh, thank you guys all for listening to the show. Thanks for listening to us talk more baseball at the end when we said we weren't talking anymore. And uh, we hope you guys all enjoyed it. Uh, please do not forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave a fel- leave us a rating and review, and we will be back later in the week. You guys all have a good day.